0: Let us now pray illumination upon our hearts. Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Help us now to hear and obey what you say to us today. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Old Testament text comes from Isaiah chapter 42, verses 1 through 9. Listen for the word of the Lord. Here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry or lift up his voice or make it heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break. And a dimly burning wick he will not quench. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow faint See, the former things have come to pass, and new things I now declare, before they spring forth, I tell them, I tell you of them. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: Good morning. Today's New Testament uh, reading comes from Matthew 3 verses 13 through 17. Listen for the word of the Lord. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him saying, I need to be baptized by you and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him, and he saw God's Spirit descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from the heavens said, this is my son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please pray with me. Almighty and everlasting God, use me as your vessel to speak your truth. Be present with us through the power of your Holy Spirit. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord our rock and our redeemer amen today's sermon title is baptism our identity in christ have you ever felt ill equipped to do a job even in your area of expertise as a public speaker you may be accustomed to speaking to audiences of a couple hundred people but now you are asked to speak to audiences of a couple thousand. Or maybe you are a great medical surgeon, comfortable with the routine surgical cases you have performed over the years. Now an unusual and rare case is on your schedule for which you have to study and prepare for like no other surgery in recent years. Feeling ill-equipped for the job can cause anxiety and fear fear, and doubt about your performance. This was the case for John the Baptist when Jesus appeared before him at the Jordan to be baptized. You see, prior to this moment with Jesus at the Jordan River, John the Baptist was preaching about the kingdom of heaven. He preached a message of repentance that encouraged people to turn away from their wicked way of life to fully repent from their sins, and to live a life for God. He invited them to come to the Jordan River to be baptized. John told them of the greater one that was to come. John's preaching was compelling, and all kinds of people came from near and far to hear his warning of judgment and to heed the warning, repent and be baptized. Many people from all walks of life came and were baptized. Now, John the Baptist was in the Jordan River, baptizing a long line of sinners. Then Jesus appeared before John. Imagine the shock John experienced as he gazed upon the greater one who was to come, now standing in his presence. The words John spoke in that moment conveyed his shock. I need to be baptized by you, and you do come to me? His words reveal a sense of feeling ill-equipped, an unworthiness for such a task. John felt unworthy because he knew he was the lesser and Jesus was the greater. Also, he knew that Jesus would usher in a different type of baptism. For John's baptism was one with water for repentance. But Jesus' baptism, the one more powerful than John's, would baptize with the Holy Spirit and fire. John offered water, the symbol of purification, while Jesus offered the Holy Spirit and fire, the fire that burns away impurities and the spirit that indwells believers and empowers them to break away from sin. It is no wonder John balked at the idea of of baptizing Jesus. John understood Jesus was the kingdom of heaven that had come near. He understood that Jesus was without sin and therefore was not in need of John's baptism for repentance. Have you ever felt unequipped to handle the job at hand? If so, wait on the Lord. Listen for the Lord's response. Trust in God's assurance that you are the right person for the job. Jesus' response thwarted John's notion not to baptize him. When he said, let it be so now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. What did Jesus mean when he said, let it be so, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness? Well, let it be so means the time of Jesus' ministry is not yet at hand. It is still John's hour. In three years, Jesus will complete his ministry and institute his baptism, but first he must teach, heal, suffer, die, and rise again. Then he will charge his apostles to baptize, saying, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Therefore, To fulfill all righteousness, John must baptize Jesus. Jesus knows his baptism is God's will. By receiving baptism, he identifies with his people in their sin. The nation needs to repent and Jesus is a part of the nation. So Jesus comes to repent. He does, not, he does not separate himself from them. Jesus binds himself to the destiny of Israel. If John is a prophet and a leader of Israel, then Jesus will submit to his call to repentance, whether he is personally in need to repent or not. So John baptized Jesus, and as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were open to him, and he saw God's Spirit descending like a dove, alighting on him. And a voice from the heavens said, This is my Son, the Beloved, whom, with whom I am well pleased. These verses are full of eschatological symbolism. The heavens were opened. God's Spirit descended a voice from heaven spoke. All of these occurrences at Jesus' baptism were considered revelations from God in the Judaism of John's time. Hearing from God by sight and sound were no longer usual occurrences for John and the people of his age. Such occurrences were things that happened during much earlier biblical times. These signs during Jesus' baptism were reminiscent of the times and events of biblical past. For example, God's spirit descending like a dove, according to some Bible scholars, represents the new creation, reminiscent of the dove-like movement of the spirit over the chaotic waters of Genesis chapter 1. The heavenly voice speaks in words of scripture, a combination of Psalm 2 and 7. You are my son, and Isaiah 42. Here is my servant, whom I uphold, my chosen, in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. Jesus responded to John's hesitation In baptizing him in the way of confidence and assurance that baptizing Jesus was not only the right thing to do, but authorized by God. For it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Believers in Christ, don't you want that type of confidence and assurance as you work and serve God? Jesus' baptism modeled what we are supposed to do today. God identified Jesus as His beloved Son. God announced the arrival of the Savior of the world, the Word, the, the one whom John the Baptist preached, "Prepare the way for the Lord." In his baptism, Jesus was empowered to fulfill his mission to heal, to teach to preach and be victorious over death so all the world might have eternal life. Friends, our baptism in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit is our identity in Christ. So what do we do with this passage? the baptism of Jesus. How do we respond to this text? First, do not respond to the baptism of Jesus by being baptized merely for tradition's sake. Baptism for tradition renders no benefits. When Jesus was baptized, the heavens opened and the Holy Spirit descended and enlightened on him. We want the benefits Of being empowered by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, baptism must be done for the right reasons. So, why do we get baptized? We are baptized because Jesus commands it in his great commission Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Baptism is a sign of our repentance and cleansing from our sins. Our baptism is important because it represents our sign and seal of our incorporation into the body of Christ. Our baptism represents our covenant relationship with God. When we are baptized, we are cleansed and free from our sins. Who should be baptized? Well, in our tradition, all may be baptized, the Lord chose to work with families, not just individuals. In the Old Testament, Genesis 18 and 19 was a foreshadow of the covenant relationship God offers his people through baptism. Speaking of Abraham, God said, I have chosen him so that he will direct his children in his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just. Acts 16, 15, and 1 Corinthians 1 and 6 tell us that whole households were baptized on several occasions. Also, in Acts 2, Peter preached Christ to the Jews at Pentecost. His sermon pierced their hearts. They asked, what shall we do? Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, so that your sins may be forgiven and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you, for your children, and for all who are far away, everyone whom the Lord God calls to him. And how do we get baptized? The Greek word, baptizo means to dip or immerse. Jesus was baptized in the Jordan River. Today, the water used for baptism comes from a local source and may be applied by the hand or by pouring or immersion like Jesus. To my right is our baptismal font, which is used to hold the water for baptism every Sunday the baptismal font is filled with water as a visible reminder of our baptism in Christ in our sign and seal and commitment to follow God through Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit. Second, we respond to the text of Jesus' baptism by committing ourselves to the profession and affirmation of faith we agreed to at our baptisms. Jesus was committed all the way. He lived his life showing us the way to salvation. He suffered and died on the cross so we might have eternal life. And he rose from the dead in victory, preparing the way for us to live with him in eternity. Like Jesus, we need to be completely committed to God by our baptism. In our tradition, we affirm to trust in God and to turn from the ways of sin, renouncing evil and its power in the world. Trusting in his grace and love, we turn to Jesus Christ, accepting him as our Lord and Savior. Also, we affirm to be Christ's faithful disciples, obeying his word and showing his love to one another. We do these things as we actively participate in the life and body of Christ by worshiping together regularly and spreading the gospel to the ends of the earth. Finally, when we understand and follow the model of Jesus' baptism and commitment to our own baptism, we reap the benefits of baptism in Christ. One of the benefits is the fellowship among believers, and boy, do we like to fellowship at Grace Covenant. Besides worshiping together, we have various ministries in which we participate and enjoy fellowship with one another, like Wednesday night supper, fellowship and refreshments after worship service, book and Bible studies with the discipleship in the women's evening circle and morning Bible study. We enjoy fellowship when we volunteer at Shalom Farms, attending August musicals and the candlelight carol service, and the list of how we fellowship goes on and on. But the most valuable benefit of baptism in Christ is access to eternal life. Each Sunday, we affirm our faith stating what we believe, including but not limited to the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Jesus' baptism is the model for us today. The Trinity was present then. God the Father who spoke from heaven and acknowledged his beloved Son with whom he was well pleased and the Holy Spirit that descended on him like a dove. In the same way, our baptism is Trinitarian jesus shows us through his baptism that we have access to god the father through his beloved son christ gives us a divine connection with god through prayer and when we pray we have the opportunity to open our hearts and let the power of the holy spirit rest upon us the good news for us today is through baptism we have our identity in christ Our faith is affirmed, and we are blessed by God's love. Amen.